Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm your host, Maria Casillas, and today is Tuesday, April 24th. I can hardly believe that we are already almost like a third of the way through the entire year. That's that's just insane to me. I'm wondering if the goals that you set towards the beginning of this year are actually about a third of the way through to fruition. Have you started to see some progress? Are you starting to see some give back from all of the effort that you've put in? I hope that you have. If you haven't, if you have found yourself kind of falling off the wagon, if you will, then I really encourage you to just jump right back on. You don't need to change everything. Remember, just change one small habit at a time. And what we are going to talk about today kind of goes along with that in terms of the six inches between our ears and how sometimes that can really trip us up. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be talking about some of the thoughts that we have and some of the resulting habits that take place so that we can just kind of look at those, study them a little bit, and then know that they're coming and change the way that we react to them when they actually happen to us. I was listening to a Facebook Live video today from somebody who I follow, and he quoted someone. I feel bad that I don't remember who the original owner of this quote was, but the quote that he said was, fix your roof when it's sunny outside, or something to that effect. And that got me thinking, you know, this is a perfect way to describe a very common theme that I see happening with clients who come to me. Some of them are ready for change and some of them are not. I will preface this with that statement. But one of the common themes we see is this tendency to fall back on our circumstances as being the reason we are in the place that we are now, rather than taking responsibility for some of the decisions that we made that pretty much created the circumstances that we're in. Let me give you an example. If you own a vehicle, then you know what it's like to have to actually maintain that vehicle. You probably also know what it's like to have a financial whammy hit you in regards to that vehicle. Oftentimes, it's like a transmission goes out or you don't need just one new tire. You need four new tires or whatever the case may be, new brakes, new alternator, new battery. I mean, sometimes I've had all of those things happen at one time, it feels like. And you probably are like, oh my gosh, I have zero control over this event because it's a car. I can't control when it goes out on me and when it doesn't. And so if you're anything like I used to be, I would kind of get frustrated and be like, okay, well, I guess I have to put this on a credit card because that's the only thing I have right now because... Things are just so tight that I couldn't possibly, I don't have any extra money to put aside for car repairs. After doing a little bit of personal digging, which I admittedly do often, and also some digging with some of the clients that I've worked with, we kind of work backwards and we, we go from the moment where the circumstances were so dire to a spot where things were actually really, really good. You know, they got a special raise at work, they got a bonus promotion, something where they got some extra money. And as we dig a little bit deeper, we find that that at that moment, when it was sunny outside, we didn't fix the roof. I think I talked a few episodes ago about what do you do when you get some extra money, whether it was from a tax refund or whatever, however you get run into some extra money. And 
sometimes when we get this extra chunk of money and things are going really well, what do we want to do? We want to celebrate that. So we go out and we we go out to dinner or we go and buy that new piece of furniture that we've been really eyeing. We go grab a TV, whatever the case may be. You know, we start to splurge a little bit. And then when the car goes out, we go, oh man, you know, life is really hard and I wish I had some money for fixing this car or for for the tires, but I just, I don't have that. And I wish I did, but you know, I just, I I don't, I'm, I'm a victim. And I know those words never really come out of our mouths, right? But I know that that's oftentimes that mindset that is tripping us up. What we really need to start being aware of is, When it's sunny outside, when everything seems to be going really, really well, when your tires are the farthest thing from flat, when you are not sick at all, when you're healthier than anything, that is the time, that sunny time, when we actually need to put a little bit aside to fix the roof, or in this case, to put new tires on the car, or to handle an emergency room visit. You see, it's not your fault that you haven't been doing that up until now. No one's told you to do that. We live in this society where everything is immediate gratification and we want everything's all about celebration. We don't need a plan. It's all about living in the moment, right? And I love the idea of living in the moment. I want you to enjoy your money. I want you to enjoy your life because the truth is we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But let's just bet on the fact that you're most likely going to be around tomorrow and that sometime in the near future, your car is going to need some sort of maintenance or someone in your family is going to get sick and need some medicine or you and your spouse might lose a job and and just need a way to put food on the table for your kiddos. I don't know what that looks like. I just know that a lot of life gets thrown at us and that is something we absolutely cannot control. But what we can control is how we use our resources when it's sunny outside, when things are going great. So I challenge you just a little bit to say in those sunny moments when you're feeling good and the money is there, I want you to channel that feeling of not having what you need in the moment. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is more important to me right now? Avoiding that feeling or experiencing this temporary euphoria that I'm going to get when I spend this money on that new TV or that new couch or whatever it is that I've got my eye on at this moment. And your answer just might be, nope, I would rather have this temporary euphoria than to avoid the the pitfalls that I know I'm gonna feel later. But here's where the brutally honest truth comes into play. You will experience that feeling later. The feeling of not having what you need. And someday, it's likely to catch up to you. And when it catches up to you, you can no longer say that you didn't know it was going to come. I don't know why, but sometimes I've been asked the question, hey, you know, if your kids were ever put into jail, would you bail them out? And my my response has always been not one of, oh, absolutely or absolutely not. My response instead has been something along the lines of, well, it depends on what they were put into jail for. Is it something that I, as a parent, taught them was wrong? Did I warn them of the consequence of that behavior? Did I inform them that they could be jailed for whatever that for whatever that behavior was? And if the answer to that is no, I did not, 
then I say I will bail them out one time because I feel as a parent that was my responsibility to teach them what that consequence could have been. And since I didn't, they had to learn on their own, which kind of sucks, but I might actually bail them out once. But once they've done it and they've gotten caught and they know the consequence, I will not bail them out again. If whatever they did to land themselves in jail was something that I did teach them about and it's something that I warned them could land them in jail, then I'm going to let them sweat it out for a little bit because that's the only way that we learn is to experience a consequence and then learn from it. That's how I feel about my responsibility as a parent. And similarly, I feel that bit of responsibility as a coach as well. My job, in my humble opinion, is to teach you what those potential consequences could be of your behaviors with your money. Anything that's happened up to now, perhaps you weren't warned of, right? Perhaps you didn't know that if you do A, then B will happen. Maybe you were never taught about the consequences of your money behaviors. Perhaps you had to learn that on your own. Or perhaps someone did try to teach you but you weren't really in the position to listen, and so you had to learn the hard way anyway. I'm raising my hand over here. I know you can see that through through your earbuds, right? I am raising my hand over here because that is something that I did. People tried to teach me things, and I was like, "Mm, no, no, that won't happen to me, right? We all have that, that won't happen to me attitude. And I felt that way, and it just came back and kicked me in the pants. And I knew once, once I experienced some of the consequences of the behaviors that I had with money, I took a step back and thought, well, that was completely avoidable if I had just listened to someone who had been there before and actually did it. But instead of saying, no, I didn't know or that I had no control over it, That's how we were able to have a $130,000 turnaround in four and a half years because we stopped, we took responsibility for the role that we played in creating our circumstances and then we were able to just slowly but surely change some of those habits that got us into the mess and once you start doing that, you slowly but surely get yourself out of the mess. So today I want you to think of just one circumstance that is unpleasant that you might have actually contributed to. I want you to just write that down and write the one behavior that you did that contributed to it and then just accept responsibility for trying to change that behavior moving forward. I'll give you one quick personal example of how we're playing that out in our lives right now. You may have heard the old adage that somebody gets a 10% raise and then they increase their lifestyle by 13%. And that is something that I think just happens naturally as human beings. We get that extra money and then we spend that extra money because we're feeling good, right? It's sunny outside and we we know that we've got some wiggle room. And so we kind of spend more, kind of like the toothpaste episode that I talked about last week. When we have an abundance of something, we tend to to use more than is necessary. Well, recently my husband got a raise and I wanted to make sure that we didn't fall into that trap again. And so I actually created a line item in our sinking funds that said raise savings. Because after a small percentage came out towards retirement savings and after we had allocated about 10% for giving... Then there was an extra amount of money. And instead of saying, well, let's just blow that money or let's you know, use that towards vacation, I wanted to first say, let's put that money aside in a separate line just so we can watch that build. As it builds a little bit, my husband and I can decide what we want to use that towards. And it might be something fun like a vacation. 
But the point is, I don't want to leave it sitting in my budget and then just get blown on little trinkets here and there because we have this extra money. So what's one small thing that you can do today that will help shape your circumstances tomorrow for the better? Before I sign off, I want to say congratulations to the people who have been taking me up on the 30-minute free coaching call. You guys, it is so fun to see people's eyes light up when they hear an idea that they can implement right away, and that idea is based on their personal situation. That is so much more fun than telling you about my stuff on this podcast. I want to talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. And the easiest way for me to do that is to actually talk to you. So if you've been thinking, hey, I'm really curious to see what Maria would say about my particular situation, let's do it. There's no reason that we can't do this. This is open to everybody. Remember, all you need to do is go to iTunes, leave a five-star review, and just send me an email to maria at cashinonchange.com and put coaching in the, the uh, subject line. Once you've done that, I actually have a Calendly link that I will send to you and you will be able to choose any of the available times that works for you. Then we will set that up and we'll get your call up and running within the next 10 days. Stay tuned tomorrow for another episode with a little bit of a different twist on that mental thing that we go through and some ways that you can really try to keep that in check so that it doesn't ruin your financial future. Oh, and before I let you go, there is one more thing. I recently set something up that will allow you to call in, if you will, and actually leave me a voicemail message. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. It's always more fun to hear your voice than it is to just read an email. So if that's something you want to do, just check the the show notes and I will leave a link in there. If you want to, you just click on the link and start recording right from your phone or your computer. And you can leave a message up to 90 seconds. You can leave a question, a comment, um, whatever, a testimony, whatever it is that you want to leave. And I'd be excited to feature you on the podcast if you leave your name and your city of residence. That will do it for me today. I look forward to connecting with you again tomorrow. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.